episode 325. Thank you all for listening to episode 324, Getting Ruthless with Peapod. I am Montes T. Baggins, here with my co-host. Touchdown Bear. And Cody's not here yet. Late. Shocking. We can't wait. So we'll like I, eight, eight minutes. Yep. <laughs> like I told you, I, I told him he's got to meet me at 6.30 a.m. on Saturday for a golf outing, so I better tell him 6 now, so I see him at 6.30. Yeah. Even then, still might be. You might have to tell him 5. Yeah. Bastard. I think he runs off of Central Time, not Eastern. <laughs> he fucking probably runs off Mountain Time, for all I know. That's, that's how it feels some days. Yep, and look at that. Vlad Guerrero just hit a double. Oh, nope, he's going for a trip. Nope, double. Vladdy Daddy. Vladdy Daddy, so he's got that uh, that double, so now they're uh, five to two. He's excited. He's very excited, you know, that if they win, they're only going to be two two games behind the Yankees Should instead be. of three. Should be MVP, but Otani will get it, even though Vladdy uh, is definitely the MVP of the league. Yep. All right. So thank you to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson music. Give him a follow on the Twitter and Instagram at songs by Wes. Thank you to all work clothing. The first sponsor of over the line sports podcast, visit allworkclothing.com. Brandon will hook you up with a deal. Mention over the line sports podcast. He can hook you up with some cool swag. Maybe even some of our swag. If you want it, just let him know. Allworkclothing.com. Thank you to Crandall's Quality Lawn Care and Landscaping. So I'm going to say them both because landscaping is actually what it is now, but his damn shirts say lawn care, so I don't care. So give Sean a call, 419-704-5471. Serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not uh, Rochester, New York. It's a good choice. I don't think we've done that one before. That's no, where AEW is at tonight. <laughs> no. <laughs> There we go. He's definitely not serving there, but you know what? He can serve you and he can help you out. And the best time to plant trees is in the fall and the early spring. Right now he's just planting trees. I just saw he planted and he, they removed and replanted an 18 foot Arbor. Looks pretty awesome. Sean can do that for you. And he can make sure that you get ready for the leaves. They're starting to fall. They're going to fall all over your yard. Get in touch with him. He'll get you on a schedule. He'll get those leaves out of your yard. And hey, if you need to have your yard seeded and aerated, he can do that too. Get in touch with him. 419-704-5471. Thank you to Sparty Steve, the primary sponsor of over the line sports podcast biggest supporter of the show helps us out episode 100 200 and 300 and it's going to soon to be 400 we don't know what we're going to do yet we might switch it up try to do something different we're probably going to do the drink thing as usual pod beats patty box for uh invasion of russia or whatever the hell they did for rocky four we'll have to figure it out and uh when we get there we'll, we'll get to it and you know what it feels like it's forever away but guess what this is episode 325 so we're 25 percent of the way there that's what's insane to me yeah doesn't feel like it does not feel like it no so you know thank you sparty steve everything you do to support us in our show we're going to try something different in the summer i'm still thinking about how we're going to do it um thought about doing something at the house or or you know we might still rent something we don't know yet we'll figure it out as we get closer uh, if you have ideas let us know what is it at otl sports pod on the twitter is that what it at, is at otl sports pod on the twitter machine nice or you can write us a letter P.O. Box 2659, White House, Ohio, 43571. Hell, maybe we could partner up with a or RP Dub, and then we can do uh, we could do one of their pay-per-views. You know, it'll probably be on a weekend. I'm gone, but 
Uh, it may, <laughs> yeah. maybe, maybe if exactly. they would, we could do episode uh, 400 there. That'd be pretty dope. That would be pretty sweet. It'd be a little crazy. Yeah, it would be nuts. While we're saying something. We might see a parrot or old Cody Bryant going through a table. You know, Peepaw is going to do a flying elbow off the top rope into into uh, old Cody Bryant. Light tube. That would, yeah, that, that would equal uh, a couple of uh, hospital hospital invites there. I could see that one coming. So We'd have to figure out something like a, a, a Cheez-It death match or something. Who can eat more <laughs> Cheez-Its or some shit? That'd be interesting. <laughs> And of course, last but not least, Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com. You know where to go. And that's amazon.com to get the book, Dating Sucks, but you don't. I'm sure that everyone listening to this already has it. So you might as well get the second one right now. Get yourself to Amazon. We don't care if it's paperback, hardback, audible back, don't matter. Make any way you get Dating Sucks, but you don't by Connell Barrett. And also, in the meantime, go to DaneTransformation.com and get that free consultation from Connell Barrett. So, real quick, now we can do our MLB preview since we got five games left in the regular season. I, don't, I still, uh, we still might want to wait till next week for that one. I, might, I feel more confident then. <laughs> well, we'll just give people an update. We know the NL is pretty much figured out. We've got the Giants and the Dodgers both over 100 wins. The Giants are two games ahead of the Dodgers for the NL West. And uh, with only a few games left, five games remaining for both teams. And uh, it's going to be interesting how it plays out, who ends up winning and who ends up as a wild card. Because whoever that wild card is, I don't think you want to be playing the Cardinals right right now. (laughs) 17 in a row. Yeah. Mm. Insane. And they can't win the division. So that's the wild thing. They have won seven, seven. So they were... When they started this winning streak, before they did, they were two games over 500 and two percent chance of making the playoffs. Now they're 100 percent in. They're in the wild card. Look who joined us: Cody James, LeBron's cousin. Cody James. <laughs> so we're just talking fuck about your couch. Yeah, fuck your couch. <laughs> the, uh, but uh, yeah, man. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I don't, whoever they are, if it's the Dodgers or Giants, you don't want to be playing the Cardinals right now. 17 in a row. That's yeah. nuts. No, thanks. I'll, I'll pass on that one. Yeah. Right. And then the, the Braves are pretty much all but wrapped up the uh, NL East. They are now three and a half ahead of the Phillies. They've won four in a row. The Phillies have lost two in a row. So that's pretty much coming down to we know who's going to be their Brewers, Cardinals, Giants, Dodgers, and probably the Braves. And then in the AL, that's where it gets a little more wild. Uh, technically, the Astros have not won the AL West yet, but they're four and a half ahead, so you can pretty much chalk that up as they're going to win it. Uh, the Rays have won the AL East, and the White Sox have won the AL Central. But what's going on right now is the wild card. So who's going to be the two wild card teams right now? The Yankees are two games ahead of the Red Sox. They're two and a half ahead of Seattle and three ahead of Toronto, but they are currently losing five to two in the top of the sixth inning. So they'll probably lose tonight. So that would put them at two ahead of Toronto. And depending on what happens with Boston and Seattle tonight, um, looking at that, Boston is actually up three nothing today, which I was shocked they lost yesterday. Unreal that you lose to the Baltimore Orioles. Fantastic. And then Oakland and Seattle play later, so it's going to be the Orioles still. The Orioles still have a shot. They're only forty six out. Yeah, 
I feel. I mean, I feel like we're end of September, so there's got to be at least 50 regular season baseball games left. So, yeah, well, stay tuned. Yeah, next shot. week we'll do our yeah we'll do our MLB preview next week. Yeah. Stay tuned. <laughs> that's what that's what uh, old Bear said. Um, look at the by the way. Look at the Mariners, 88 and 70 with a minus 50 run differential. I just saw that. In the world is that possible? Well, they're nine and one in their last ten. They were they they have come out of nowhere to be there. I know it's just like, but minus fifty. It's it's absolutely insane. But look at the other wild thing: the Cardinals have won seventeen in a row, and they're only plus thirty (laughs) eight. I mean, they were prob they were probably at minus fifty though before this. Yeah, they probably weren't. Like it's that's absolutely nuts. I mean. to be minus 50 in 17 games over 500 is almost unheard of. Let's talk about the worst thing, though. The Padres, 1-9 and nine in their last 10. Looking like they were going to be the wild card. They are hot garbage. Oh, and they had uh, the Machado and Tatis fight. And, yeah, they just – yeah, not not good. Not good. Uh, not good in San Diego. Everyone thought that was going to be the, the thing this year, right? They were the hot team. But mm. – not not so much. They got some good pitching in there and just couldn't hold it together. But yeah, the old the old dads out west not not so good. Not so good. There we go. Look at old man DJ Lemayhew getting on to lead off the inning. I need him to get up there, and uh, we need somebody to come up like Stanton and just hit another bomb. Hit one last night too. Insane. He's been hot lately too, hasn't he? Oh, yeah, dude, he's homered. Like, when he hit two home runs out of the stadium, it was absolutely at, at Fenway, like, back-to-back nights. One was a granny, one was a three-run homer, both just over the sign out of the stadium. Insane. And then last night he hit one. It was They said it was the lowest ball that he's ever hit in his career for a home run. It was 1.1 one, – wait, I think it was one, one and a half feet off the ground. That was it. So, basically golfed it out of the stadium into the second deck. Nice. Yeah, it was great. Oh, uh, so hey, let's uh let's get into some old NASCAR. Uh, you know, we we haven't talked about NASCAR. We talked about it last week, but um, you know, it was a kind of a boring race in Vegas. What uh what went down there? Yeah, it was not that exciting. Um Hamlin ended up winning though. So obviously uh Denny going to the next round. Um I wouldn't say it was much of a surprise. Denny had a strong car. And honestly, I probably, uh, I probably fell asleep with like 60 laps left. So I didn't even catch the end of the race. So I don't know what, uh, what happened after that. I had a golf outing on Sunday and was up at 5am. So I had a, uh, I had an early bedtime on Sunday and I couldn't stay up for the end of the Packers game and the race. I was just being old man Jones on Sunday night. Um, but, uh, Hamlin, uh, win chase, chase in second. Um, Kyle got to third and Kyle wasn't doing so hot when I was watching. So I'm surprised he made his way back up there, but that's what Kyle does. He usually starts off like shit and then comes back and makes adjustments. He's, he's a great adjuster, a great mid, he's probably the best mid race adjuster, um, in NASCAR, maybe in NASCAR history, but he was running, uh, mid, mid, mid pack, probably 15 to 20. It seemed like when I was watching. So for him to finish third, I think that's pretty solid for him. And then you go Truex, Blaney, Reddick, Keslo, Kurt Busch, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Larson in 10th, kind of disappointing. Yeah, he fell back. Like, he pitted, and then he just dropped. Uh, from what I read, at least, they said that um, they said that the Hendrick 
pit strategy was was very very poor um besides chase everyone else did not have a good race larson in 10th byron in 18th and bowman in 22nd so yeah not not a great day for hendrick um but we all know larson's going to the next round anyway so it doesn't matter chase will be in the next round too it'll really be uh you know uh, byron and, and bowman there to, to try to get 400 cars out of the top eight it's going to be a tough task um so yeah, good race. Um, Dub with Kurt Busch with an eighth, uh, us with Logano with an eleventh, and Maddie D with a twelfth. Fantastic. Obviously, Parrot didn't pick, so he gets a JJ. Yeah, lastly, with a thirty-eight. So we were up there. Nothing exciting from us, but we all had top fifteen, top fifteen racers. So uh, no harm, no foul. And it's all it's all close. We're going into the second race. I know you're about to cover that at Dega, which is one of the best races. Um, and, but just the guys that are outside looking in right now on the bubble, Byron in ninth minus four Harvick minus seven Bowman minus 13, Christopher Bell minus 25. But like you said, 200 guys right now on the outside. Um, but you know, you're at a restrictor plate race this week. Good shot for, uh, usually for Hendrick is a great, great place to be. Yeah, this is, um, (laughs) It is very good for them, and um, I'm disappointed that you that we picked the same person. You couldn't overtake me because I really did not want to go first today picking. Um, it's such a tough race to pick. I've I've just had I've just been going back and forth and what I want to do. Do I want to pick a guy in the playoffs? Do I want to pick a guy out of the playoffs? Where do I want to go? Um, you know, do I want to pick a guy who has had great success here? But it's Talladega. I mean, it's it's hard to have success. Keslo won the um, Keslo won the spring race. He was going to be my pick, but it's just it's so hard to go back to back at Talladega. I just it doesn't happen a lot. So I decided, which I'm not confident with, guy who has has a very bad poor record here, um, but he needs to win, and I think uh, I think he's got a good shot this week. He's going to have a good car. I'm going to go with Alex the Showman Bowman this week. I think. Uh, I think Bowman can put something together here and, and get me a top five and avoid the big one. It's, it's where he should be. It's a big risk. This is a tough race and I really wanted to go Kesla. So I'm going to slap myself when he fucking wins this week, but I'm going to go with Bowman to reach the next eight. So how many points are you ahead of me? I don't, I know it was, so you're at 419. Not much. And I am at 426. So seven points and Talladega. I mean, anybody can finish first, last, doesn't matter here. Anybody can win this race. Anybody can finish last. Uh, I had a, not a similar strategy. What my strategy is, is I'm going to uh, go with somebody who has been hot here in the last three races. I I say hot, but uh, you know, this could happen. Runs well here. Traditionally has two top fives in the last three races. I'm going to change the old font color to where it needs to be. Cause I already got it in there. Give me uh, your teammate there, Billy Byron. Yeah, I mean, I think someone or two people from Hendrick are going to race well here. Um, you know, I'm not sure what they're going to do, if they're going to race in their packs, how they're going to do it here. Um, but I think I think Hendrick's got a great shot this week. They're going to have strong cars. You know, Ford's going to have strong cars. So, and, I, and obviously a guy, you know, the freaking – straight monster is Denny Hamlin. I mean, that dude could win here, but I don't like starting on the pole at Talladega. It's just, there's too much going on. What are you laughing at over there? 
Sorry. So I'm watching a game. I'm watching AEW and, uh, you know, Moxley and Darby and Eddie Kingston are fighting uh, as a team. And they're walking out with Sting through the the stands. And you know, get over the the barricade. (laughs) So they just open it so he can walk around it. (laughs) Grandpa. Dude, that's. I told y'all. Y'all keep letting Uncle Steve out here. Hey, man. Hey, look. But look, look, Cody, just for you. I wore it. I wore it just for you. I even got my old stinger on the back. Oh, oh, oh. Let me take the chat window back down. <laughs> oh Lord. Why is uh why why are why is Moxley outside fighting Otis? What's going on? What is this heavy machinery? Is it Dude, I don't know. Well, have you well you, have you seen uh, Otis now? Otis is like uh, not a goofball anymore. He's like a serious shaved face. Like that's running NASCAR yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Who, who's Cody got? He hasn't told uh, us yet. Go Ryan Blaney. It's a good pick. Good, good pick this week. Good pick this week. Do you want Ryan Blaney Stone again? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it didn't work that time. He's a little heavy because he had them stones in the trunk. So we, <laughs> he needs that. He needs that extra that that lighter car, that extra downforce. So. Right. What right, did you get yeah. last time? You got oh, you got a ninth with them. That ain't bad. Yeah. So now it's just just Brian Blaney without the stones. That ninth is going right. to turn to Brian Blaney, no stones. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Another, but just in case any of our listeners actually like bet on NASCAR, which I highly doubt because we don't even bet on NASCAR. Um, but I think a really good pick this week, another guy who I was highly considering, Tyler Reddick. I think Reddick, uh, Reddick actually is raced very strong here. Yep. Um, I think Reddick could definitely win this week too. Out, outside shot, dude's probably like 35 to one to win the race. So. And, and you know, the guy that, so the good, here's what's wild. Like you said, like, even though um, Byron Bowman and Bell are outside looking in, I think they have a better shot over the, Next two races than Harvick does because Harvick could easily wreck a dagger like anybody else. But those other three guys are good road course racers, and that's they the third are. race. They are, and Harvick, um, he's definitely struggled on the road courses this year. Yep. So it's it's very possible. Yeah, Harvick. Harvick needs. I mean, he needs a he needs a good finish this week. But in all reality, too, I mean, Joey and Brad are they are very aggressive racers and they love to take each other out, even though they're teammates. It makes <laughs> it just makes no sense, man. So yeah, and Harvick only seven points behind. It's that's gonna be it. So it's gonna be interesting, man. That's right. So we'll see what happens uh going into Next week, uh, one thing I do want to cover, because we didn't do a preview last week of it, how about them USA Ryder Cup team domination? Yeah, meant to, uh, after after uh, the podcast, I brought that up, uh, or I thought about it. I'm sorry, I didn't bring it up. I thought about it. But, yeah, the biggest, uh, the biggest victory in, like, 70 years or some shit like that, 19-9, um, absolute domination from day one. I was waiting because it just – it just always happens. They get out to a lead and then we'll blow it the next couple of days. Um, but they just kept going. Um, Bryson and Brooks looks like they might've squashed their beef. They, they hugged. They, <laughs> they, they hugged. Um, they got along with each other, got along with media, even said, even came out and said that if it came to it and they were struck Stricker's plan was if they were struggling or down, they were going to put Brooks and Bryson together. And they said that they would do it for, you know, for, 
four country, four team. From America. Uh, I, America. Uh, from America. Fuck I yeah. America. <laughs> which which I told which I totally believe. So uh, it's it's you know it's always good to have a little bit of beef in golf, but that was fun. And I think there still will be some uh, USA European beefs going on with the whole putter laydown thing, which was great as JT did it and Bryson did it, but yeah, I mean, pretty much on Sunday, once I found out Bryson drove one and eagled, I knew that right then and there it was over. Like you just, there's nothing you can do to that. But Bryson's first Ryder Cup, dude's undefeated. So that's, yep. it, was, it was awesome. USA dominated. It was great to see. Um, and How about there, Rory? Got one point. What is that? Least least amount of points ever? Yeah. Yeah. Green? On yeah, on Sunday he he got it, and that's what that's like his career. He's like one in nine or something. He's just don't know what it is. Don't know what, it is, but um, you know, very talented. Just doesn't just doesn't have it. I don't know. Some people, like you said, some people just don't have the clutch gene and match play like others do. Um, like your Ian Poulter, for example, or Sergio, guys who struggle throughout the year and then come out and look like they should be you know top five in the world. It's insane. So. You know, it's one of those things that it's just match play is a different beast. It's not stroke play. It doesn't matter. You're playing against one person. Literally, you could have a seven on one hole and you're only down one. You're not down three to where if your opponent would par and you get a seven. Match play is just an entirely different beast with an entirely different mindset. So that's why some guys play better there. But overall, it was great to see. Happy to see the United States pull through finally and get a get another Ryder Cup win which it looks like if they keep this team around, they may have a few more in them here. There's a possibility they could definitely win a few more in a row if Brooks can stay healthy and, and Bryson can and all that good stuff. So pretty exciting. I saw he hit a uh, 40, 415-yard drive at the uh, Ryder Cup, and then he's now in the longest drive competition, hit a 412 yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, just hitting bombs out there. And I was watching some of those guys, like Bryson, you know, is just a bomber and he's a professional golfer. Watching some of these other guys, their swings are so unorthodox and just weird. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, but when that's your, your, your job out there, I mean, you can do, you do what you got to, to hit the ball far. Yeah. I, I tried to, uh, this evening, uh, playing with the old parrot and, um, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to go bright. I was trying to hit this guy. So this old man walking cut us off like the group in front of us you know they were off on the green we're getting ready to tee off this old man just walks across and like sits up in the fairway i throw the hands up and he's just like what are you gonna do i was like i'm blasting this motherfucker so i i go and the wind's coming back at me and i would have had to hit a bomb and i've hit it out there before it it was like 300 out but i'm like i can't hit 300 into the wind like i know i can't yeah but i was like i'm gonna try to brace in it so i line up just going nuts parrots laughing and i freaking just come back and wail it and i just pull it dead left like a freaking going to like a giancarlo stanton bomb and i go across two fairways and parrot looks he's like dude you hit that bitch about 300 i'm like yeah but it's another fairway over like the wrong way but yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so i went up and just hit a normal shot into the, the fairway after that but i was laughing my ass off just Oh my gosh! And parrot, parrot was dying. It's like, man, this poor parrot. He can't hit a driver for shit either. But man, he can bomb a three iron, two sixty, no problem. Or three wood, not three iron. It's amazing to me. He should just hit that off the tee. 
That's what he's, that's what he's been doing. He, he decided to hit the driver just a few times and I was trying to, he, he, so I know you and I are both power faders. He has a natural power fade. I realized that today with the driver, I'm like, dude, just line up on the right side, aim to the left, play the fade. Like if you hit it dead straight, you're going to end up on the left side. If you fade it, you're anywhere center to right. You're fine. And he did, he did a few. Okay. But you know, he's like me, like I'll hit my three wood dead nuts straight. And he does the same thing. I wish I could do that. Yeah. Do you, do you power fade that too? Yeah. I have a lower fade on that one. Yeah. That's what it was funny. Uh, old Dan, who's our, our ringer, because Cody's joining us to defend our title from last year. Uh, Brandon from the grownups can't make it. So we were replacing him with Cody James. And uh, we were talking and, and Dan, we were out in an outing a couple weeks ago. And I was like, hey, you know, it's a dog leg left and I have to go around these trees. If I try to fade it, I'm going to go straight into trees. There's no way I could fade it. So I asked Dan, I said, Dan, 10 seconds. Teach me how to do a draw. So he Tells me exactly what to do. I drew that bitch so heavy, like almost to the fairway. It just caught the hill and rolled off. He's like, yep, that's what you wanted to do. <laughs> I just laughed. I was like, wait a minute. You just taught me in 10 seconds how to hit a draw. Why can't I just think about that and try to do it? But I'm like, nope, it's too much. I just play my natural power fade, and I'd rather do that. Yeah, you got to do that thing called practice. Yeah. It's not, I don't have time. Not a, not a game. Not a game. Practice. 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 But Cody Bryant's going to be ready. Cody, you're meeting me at 6 a.m. at the Speedway, right? You told me 6.30. <laughs> well, that's what time your ass better be there. So I figured if I tell you 6 a.m., you'll be there by 6.30. Cody's going Cody's gonna to be in there getting a coffee and a hot dog at 6.15 a.m. Oh, he knows. I said, dude, your ass better not get oil spotted. 6.30. We, got, we, got, we have to get down to Lima. We got to take a couple cars down. We're going to have a good time. We were trying to get back. I told them, I said, hey, it's it just sucks that we have to go to St. Mary's after Lima because Michigan State is at home against Western Kentucky, and I could have got, uh, for 100 bucks each, fourth row seats on the 40, mm. which would have been a fun experience. You know, Paris never been there. I assume Cody's never been to Spartan Stadium. I was like, no, man, that, no. that would have been fun. Fourth row at a night game. It's be- It's awesome there to go to a night game, but I was like, man, we'd have to drive three hours from St. Mary's. We'd pull in right about kickoff, and then we have to drive back from East Lansing. And I'm like, nah, that's too goddamn much, especially when I got a 7 a.m. tea time on Sunday, too. Yeah, no, no, too way too much driving for that shoot. That's right. But um, all right, so let's go into NCAA. Um, again, congrats to the United States. And uh, it's, it's, we're proud to be a, a Americans, right? Proud to be America. from America. 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 All right, so let's look at last week. Uh, NCAA, Bear leading the way again, and Dub. We were all close, though. Two, Both of you guys had seven, and uh, me and Cody had six. Uh, looks like, you know, Bama, Dub and I had Bama. We all had Georgia. We all lost on Oregon. Uh, West Virginia, we all had against Oklahoma. Oklahoma ended up winning that game, right, but it was close. Uh, why? Uh, I, I fucked that up. Cody should have got CSU. Cody should. Oh, Okay. Yeah, well, I fucked that up. I didn't even realize that. My, my bad. Seven. My bad. My bad. Seven. Oh, oh, good. So now he's 18 and 29. 18 and 29. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my bad. My bad. So Cody got seven, so I'm the loner at six. Some bitch. Uh, yeah, took Akron. Missed that in the last few minutes, though. 
But that's why that was close. That was super dude, close. Dude had dude had the ball in his hands and he dropped it. Yep. And then uh, Michigan, um, you know, they just they look like shit. And then uh, Michigan State, man, they had they needed that la- that overtime field goal. Overtime touchdown. Or touchdown. They got the they got the field goal. I'm okay. So I'll play that. I'm I figured Nebraska they almost picked it off and ran it back. That's what I was looking for. Was trying to get that get the freaking points. I figured Nebraska was going to be pretenders off that. So the fact that they've competed with Oklahoma and Michigan State here shows me, okay, maybe even though they're losing, maybe they're not as bad as they thought. Yeah, Southern Miss, it was one of those that they should have, could have, should have, would have, but didn't. They should have covered. Oregon, I mean, they they were only up like five going into the fourth quarter and then scored 17. So I don't know what the hell happened there. Iowa was down 14-7 to Colorado State before coming back. Penn State winning 38-17, I'm sure, just a bore fest. Arkansas, I know that uh, – I don't know if who else called the actual win, but I know I did. So, definitely uh, definitely saw that one coming. Yeah, we uh, – you I, I, I was with you on that one. Um, and, and, NC, and NC State, same thing. I told you Clemson struggles at Wolfpack Stadium. They always have, always will. And NC State won, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. All right. Clemson dropped all the way to 25 and shouldn't even be there because nope. they're, they're booty. And Notre Dame made it. It was a close game against Wisconsin. They had a couple pick sixes at the end and all that shit to make it a much larger thing. But, I mean, dude, that's the easiest bet of the week, Notre Dame plus six and a half. That was a fucking joke. Yeah. Absolute joke. I mean, worst case scenario, they lose that game by three. I mean, I'm talking worst case scenario. Well, you say that, but you see the guy that's 18 and 29, uh, he picked Wisconsin to cover. That, that's that's my point. That's why someone 18 and 29 is picking that. So, and, uh, uh, pick six is chain late. It oh, like they were dominating the game. Oh, Jeez. but – but Notre Dame was winning the whole game, and they were plus six and a half, so they were never down. The oh, sounds dear. of silence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm for Cody, but that, yeah, nothing there. So, so update on this week. So Bear is now twenty six and twenty one, leading the way. I am twenty three and twenty four. Dub is eighteen and eighteen because he missed week one, and Cody is eighteen and twenty nine. So. Not bad. All right. This week, number one, Alabama is a minus 16 and a half versus Ole Miss. Bear. This is a tough one, man. Alabama, I mean, this is the game that I've been looking for because this is Lane versus Nick Mm -hmm. back. So I think he's going to have some shit up there. I don't think Ole Miss is going to win. But I wish this was 17 and a half. It would make me feel much more comfortable taking Ole Miss. Unfortunately, I'm still going to take them, and I'm probably going to take that L when Alabama beats them by 30. But I just – Lane Kiffin knows Nick Saban. He knows Nick Saban. He's going to play mind games with Nick Saban. I think Ole Miss is going to lose by 10. Yep, and I have him uh, losing with a late touchdown to make it 17. Pick six. So it goes from 10 to 17. So that's why I'm that half a point gave me the uh, the decision there. Bama by 17. Could no, Brian? No, Bama going to beat the brakes off of them. 
You you don't don't you know Nick Saban been waiting on this game ever since he let Lane Kiffin go. He's been waiting on a chance to just beat the brakes off of this dude. All the times he annoyed him at practice, all the little dumb shit he would do during the game. Oh, Nick Saban is chomping at the bit for this one. You, I'm telling you, 25 points. You watch at least, at least 25 points. By the way, the over-under on this game, 80. 80. I saw that. Exactly. 80. Yeah, and it's now down to 14 and a half, but we always play with the opening line. So it's 14 and a half now. But people, we don't people betting on Ole Miss, man. Yep. I mean, they've won by 19, uh, 37, and 40. But they've played Anthony Wayne, Perrysburg, and Florida. <laughs> oh, wait. No, I'm talking about Ole Miss. <laughs> oh, Ole Miss. Right. Oh, yeah. Alabama's played Maumee, Southview, and Florida. <laughs> and and almost lost to Florida. So. Yep. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. This is this is going to be a fun one. Um, I think Georgia's legit, and Bud is Arkansas. We're about to find out. Uh, Georgia. Not, eight, not 18 and a half points legit. 18 and a half. No, you give me Arkansas all day, every day, twice on Sunday. This 18 and a half is a wild number. Why? So they give them money away. winning, but they're, come on, man. Come on. At, at Georgia. No, I don't come matter. On. They give them money on. away at this one. They give them money away. So we got our Kansas. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because Georgia, Georgia really hasn't played. I mean, they've won by – they haven't played anybody. UAB, 49. Or, no, I take that back. They beat Clemson by seven. But Clemson's trash. Um, seven, 49. They scored once, though, on Clemson. 27, though. 62. Exactly. Yeah, man, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take our Kansas in the points, too. They could yeah. – hell, they might upset them. I mean, they beat A&M. Texas and uh, Georgia Southern. And the over under on this game is 48. Give like, me the over on that. Georgia, Georgia's got good defense, but come on, man. This gonna be this gonna be like Georgia's gonna win like 33-25, some weird shit. A lot of scoring late. It'll be a slow first half. There'll be a lot of scoring late. Yeah, and you got um Man, Arkansas might be legit. They beat Texas, who's three and one now. Texas A&M also there. It's gonna be interesting. Our Kansas could upset them, but it's in Georgia. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I think it's gonna be within. It's probably gonna be like a touchdown. Yeah, it's gonna be tighter than. Yeah, I'm surprised. Eighteen and a half. And Georgia. Georgia comes out and drops a freaking thirty burger bomb. Then yeah, they may be super legit. So we'll see. We're gonna find out. All right, Oregon, uh, number three, Oregon, minus seven at Stanford. Yeah, give me the Ducks here. It'll probably be a push, but give me the Ducks. Ducks. I'll I'll take the Ducks on this one, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. Even though they seem to play each other close, that's always a closer game. Was that Stanford? Yes. I'm going to go with Stanford. They're better at home than they do on the road, especially in conference. 
All right. Uh, number four, Penn State minus ten and a half at home to Indiana. Yeah, I mean Indiana. Indiana is the team that ruined their season last year and put them in a big old downhill spiral. Uh, they're going to beat the brakes off Indiana this week. And this is one they're not going to forget. Yeah, this this might be a 20, 27 point win here. I think Penn State's going to just romp them. Yeah, Penn State here. Yeah, Penn State. Yeah, man. Western Kentucky, uh, Indiana just l- <laughs> beat Western Kentucky 33 31. Mm-hmm. Western yeah, Kentucky's one and two, but they've lost two games by a total of five points. That's why we'll get down to that one later. That's an interesting bet. Yeah, Franklin's um, just trying to prove he don't want the USC job. No, that's going to go to to old Urban when he has a heart attack in week seventeen, and um, goes to USC. Nah, he don't want to recruit anymore. Urban ain't going anywhere. The only place he can be going is back to the Fox Sports desk. And then he'll coach in two years. <laughs> yeah, maybe at a high school. <laughs> yeah. All right. After he gets done arranging the pictures on the coffee table again. Oh, Jesus. God damn, son. That is Cody, man. All right. So we got uh, two undefeated Big Ten teams here. Um, you haven't heard a lot about Maryland. Uh, they're not even ranked. Um, minus three, Iowa's minus three, number five, Iowa, minus three at Maryland. Maryland's beat West Virginia, uh, Illinois, which whatever, Kent State, and then Howard maybe. So whatever, but they beat West Virginia. Yeah, um, I still think uh, it's too low of a number. Iowa will win at least by seven, if not more. I thought so too. Cody Mm. Bryant. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go Maryland since you know, since they got out of those uh, since they stopped wearing those MAGA fives, man, they've been playing pretty good. Stefan Diggs ain't walking back through that door, <laughs> maybe it's Dominique Foxworth. Jeez, I just, I just traded for Stefan Diggs in like a fun league for Justin Jefferson, straight up. I'm a dumbass and pick Jefferson and Thielen, who both have been doing well, by the way, for me. Oh, yeah. But I- I was just like, eh, I don't want it. I'm like, fuck it. I'll just, I'll just trade somebody else just for fun. So I was like, I'll just do digs for Jefferson, see what the dude did, accepted it in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I was excited to see. Um, you know, you and me play against each other as Cowboys fans. I'm like, hey, I don't care if he wins, he doesn't care if I win, as long as the Cowboys win. Uh, but I did get pissed when CD Lamb was a half yard short of a touchdown and then Zeke. Score, Zeke, score, yep. Zeke, 100 yards. Like, I'm like, motherfucker, I'm done with this. Yeah. And then, but at, yeah. least the, at least the old wife won her game because she had Zeke. She needed Zeke to go off. I got high score by uh, one point, too. So I, I didn't get shut out this year. I made a little bit of money. There we go. I'm just hoping to finish third again. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to finish back. eighth, but oh, well. Yeah, you and, you and me and Johnny might all be playing for the dress. We'll see. I don't know. I mean, I've had we've we've done all right. It's just you got to play the right people on the right week. That's all it is. It's, it's early. It's a crapshoot. It's early. Yep. All right. Oklahoma number six. Oklahoma minus nine and a half at K State. This is a trap. 
Um, this is not a trap just because of how bad Oklahoma's been. Um, and I'm gonna see this year. I've been thinking opposite. What what would old what would be the slam dunk? And this week, I think Kansas State has beaten them what two years in a row, three years in a row, something like that at Kansas State. Like Oklahoma's been playing bad, so I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. I'm changing it up. I'm going to go Oklahoma. I'm going to go with the Sooners. I think that I think that they're going to – I think after Rattler got booed at home last week, going to step up and uh, beat up on Kansas State this week. So, I'm going to go with uh, Boomer Sooner this week. I am not. I'm going to ride the K-State train. They finally just lost their first game to Oklahoma State, but it was at Oklahoma State. Uh, otherwise, they've won their games. And then Oklahoma has won by three, seven, five, and they in 76. But they played, you know, yeah, when they did that, Napoleon. So, um, give me, give me K State. Yeah, Kansas State for me, man. Great. That means uh, Oklahoma, motherfucker. The uh, uh, Florida. So, uh, oh, wait a minute. Did you black out Cincy? Yeah, I didn't mean to black that one out. I had to black out the other one because mm-hmm. now down here. All right. Cincinnati plus one and a half at Notre Dame. I've been calling the upset for weeks. So I'm sticking with my guns going Bearcats. Yeah, you already know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. I had to pick. Oh, you don't even need to say it, son. Don't even need to say it. Right. I got you, Cody. There you go. There we go. Oh. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Arkansas. No, Texans we... while we had it. All right. Number 10, Flo Rida. You know they had a can of uh, Skyline Chili roll off a counter once, and the label came off and said Alpo underneath. So you go up to the counter, you ask for an Alpo with cheese, and you get Skyline Chili. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's fantastic. I hope Jeremy enjoys that. A barking um, bowl. There you go. <laughs> Alpo Mac. Is that what that is? Yeah, Alpo Matt. Yeah, Alpo <laughs> Matt. All right. Uh, I apologize to Alpo. I've never had it, nor have I fed my dog it, but I'm sure it probably tastes better than Skyline. So I apologize for uh, insulting Alpo like that. It's okay. They'll forgive you. All right. Number 10, Florida, minus seven and a half at Kentucky. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kentucky here. They've already beat two SEC teams. Um, I think they're going to put up a fight against Florida. I bet this game goes to OT or something like that. That's what they beat. South Carolina, who was the other one? Missouri. Oh, okay. And Florida, they, uh, they, I mean, they're two points from being uh, 4-0. That's a good one. Uh, I, I think um, Florida's going to win by 10, so give me Florida. Okay. Uh, give me Kentucky. All right, and number 11, Ohio State, minus 14 and a half. I hate the number, at Rutgers. 
So do I. But again, this is one of those that you everything points to Rutgers. Absolutely everything points to Rutgers. And this is where teams who want to be good, who are good, aren't pretenders, come out and do they do the damn thing. Ohio State is going to do the damn thing in Rutgers. Well, at least I hope they are. I say Ohio State by 24. All right. Yeah. I, also, I also have Ohio State. Yeah, Ohio State. This one um, shocked me the most. Michigan, who's 4-0, Wisconsin 1-2. Michigan is plus 4.5 to open. Now it's down to 2, but we play the open. 4.5 at Wisconsin. This is just like the Notre Dame game last week. This is your free money game of the week. Michigan. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> they ain't losing this game. They're going to be tight. It's going to be tight. They're going to win. They're going to win probably like 24-21, but they're going to win. Yep. Cody? Yeah, this is going to be the most boring game all season. Um, but Michigan. All right. And I tried to get UM and, and Michigan State tickets because they're in East Lansing on October 30th. Stayed up last night, had them ready, and I, I just couldn't decide which one I wanted to go with. And I'm like, you know what? And then they ended up selling them quickly. And I'm like, all right, cool. I didn't have to make that decision. But then I started contemplating the Western Kentucky game on Saturday. Still in my mind, but I'm just thinking that uh, coming back from Lyme is a little rough, or coming back from St. Mary is a little rough. So maybe next year we'll go up there. I'll take Cody Bryant up to – might have to take the podcast up to Sparty just because it's a cool experience. You been up to Spartan Stadium, Bear? I have not, no. Every time they play Ohio State, it's like uh, mid-November, and I ain't going up there in fucking November. It's too cold. No, nah, we'll go up there when they play like, uh, you know, I don't know, Fremont Ross or something. <laughs> the uh, All right, so this week, number 17, Michigan State, minus eight versus Western Kentucky. Oof. I know Western's been playing good, but yeah, I just I think uh, I think State should handle them, beat them by seventeen. Yep, agreed. Yeah, they ain't been playing that good, Michigan State. Yeah, Michigan State, man, already doubled their win total last year, and they're only four games into the season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I gotta love it. Unexpected, I'll take it. All right, so let's go into the NFL. Last week, we all did good, except up. Doubles nine and seven. The rest of us were 12 and four. Bear, how do we do as a podcast? It couldn't have been good because I know I won two of those games by myself. Uh, we had 11 wins as a podcast. There we go. Not bad, not bad. Um, we're tied fourth. Uh, ESPN, uh, 473256969696 at 35 and 13, coming out swinging. Eric 2341 at 32 and 16. The Charlie Batch fan club at 31 and 17. Ryan T at 29 and 19. Us at 29 and 19. Marcus Wellington at 28 and 20. Ex wife at 20. Jersey Jets fans. Is that me? Yep. Who is that? That's you. Is that me? Dang. Dang. Oh, good. Hillbilly Nike commercial. Yeah. Damn. I mean, Under Armour. I don't know why. It was my stupid other ESPN thing that started that. (laughs) Anyways, uh, yeah. Jersey Jets fan in Ohio. 27-21 in Judas, in my mind, 27-21 with Pod Dad still at 1-0 undefeated. 
<laughs> I still want to know who that ESPN four three seven four two var who that is. If you don't listen to the show and you win, I can't give you merch. They're beating the shit out of us. Yeah, we're way behind six games, but we got a lot of season left. Oh, so, yeah. so this Probably week, and and uh, can we just update Cody how much he's missing out on right now? What are we up? Plus seventy. Yes. Yep. Plus seventy in two weeks, Cody. <laughs> on, on our on our way to a K, homie. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Let's get into the fun ones this week. First game of the week: Jags at Bengals. Bungles, baby. Yeah, Bengals. Bengals for me as well. Um, and uh, by the way, for our pigskin pick'em, we have decided it's only us three that are going with the pigskin pick'em. So the other two guys are out. Uh, Washington football team at Atlanta, who just uh, beat the Giants. Yeah, ain't much to yeah, in just such a bad fashion. Like Atlanta's yeah. bad. That game sure has been a 14-14 tie. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna go with Heineke and the uh the football team. Yeah, football team for me. I'm going Atlanta because they're at home. All right, Texans at Bills. Survivor pick of the week. Uh, See, I thought the uh, pick of the week there was going to be the Titans. <laughs> uh, I mean, Bills for me as well. It could be. That would be the second pick of the week. Yep. Cody? Uh, Bills. Lions at Burrs. Bears announced the quarterback yet? It don't matter. No, they have not. Um, but I mean, can is Justin Tucker playing for the Bears? Can they? <laughs> but before we pick, I <laughs> actually felt bad, and I don't feel bad for NFL teams. Let me. I felt bad that the Lions lost on a sixty-six yard field goal. Now, granted, they lost to literally the best kicker in the history of the NFL. I don't care about. Uh, Jack Dempsey. I don't care about these other dudes. Janikowski was my old favorite. My new one now is Justin Tucker. One, the dude has ice in his veins, but the fact that the motherfucker made a 66-yarder off the crossbar, <laughs> so much topspin off the crossbar, it hit the net! It hit the net! Watch oh, my, that, Kim. He my, hits the crossbar, has so much topspin, it hits the back net. My favorite part was when they went to slow motion afterwards. And you see it hit the crossbar, and you see the Lions fans cheer, and then it go through. Yeah, and they just oh, and I just was sitting there. I'm like, oh, this is. I'm watching. I'm like, he's gonna make this. It's the Lions. He's gonna make it. And I'm watching it, and I'm literally standing in my living room, almost fell over laughing. I could not stop laughing, and I'm just thinking, of Lions fans like Dub, just Dub, probably crying. Who else would lose by a 66 yard field goal? Of all teams, like who else, you know? So, so okay, so get this, right? This huh? is, so this is the crazy part, though. So the Lions, when when Jack Dempsey kicked his, that was against the Lions. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was uh, and, and they ended up winning that game 1917. It's fucking weird. Justin Tucker beat the Lions in 2013 with a 61-yarder. It's absolutely nuts. 
I mean, it's just everything, everything against them. Oh my goodness. It's just absolutely crazy. But Bro, they deserve it. If you can chase I mean, off two Hall of Fame players within freaking the same millennium, you, you deserve everything you get. I agree. I agree. But oh boy, yeah, that's a that's a rough one. That's a rough one. Even like you said, even I felt bad. I didn't. I laughed. <laughs> I laughed. I laughed hardcore. And Bear, <laughs> so uh, just to, to jump off, is that you again or is that me? That's that me. Was you. <laughs> so I I literally, you know how we talked about Higoshioka earlier and I said he's batting 185, right? It's a homer? Nope, comes up 0-2 count with two outs and hits a two-run single to tie the game. I missed it 12 minutes ago. My dad said, holy shit. And I'm like, what happened? I look up, it's 5-5. I'm like, what the fudge? Yeah, you got to keep that one on. Yep, now I got to go back and make sure I, I listen to it and watch it as I can. But back to football, you guys both taking the Lions? No, I'm going yeah. Bears. You are going Bears. Yeah, I'm going to go Bears. I'm okay. going Bears. It's, it's in Chicago. If it was in Detroit, I'd go Lions. It's a toss-up game. I'm going to go with the home team. I'm going to go with the Bears. Um, no matter like who the quarterback is, they got the better – they have the better defense. So you think uh, Justin Fields realized how fast the NFL is now? Well, you think he realizes he doesn't have a damn line? Well, I mean, you got to realize how he fast looked, the dude, game is He now. looks like Willie Beeman back there in that first game for the Sharks. At the end, <laughs> at the end of the day, when you're going against Garrett and Clowney, you don't much of a choice. We'll see. We'll see. You play uh, first string players, but he was playing like second and third string dudes in the preseason. We'll see when he comes up. They weren't even Lions defensive line who has nobody on it that uh, we'll see what they do. If he plays. All right. Panthers uh, without their running back, Christian McCaffrey at Cowboys. And they're starting eighth-round pick, J.C. Horn, who also uh, ruptured his Achilles or tore his ACL, fucked up his leg. Regardless, I felt so bad because I was watching the game Thursday night, and he made an awesome play, and I was like, God damn, I really wish Dallas would have got him. And then the very next play is when he got hurt. I was like, ooh, my bad, dog, my bad. So, sorry, J.C. Horn, that, that's, that one's on me, buddy. That one's on me. Um, yeah, Cowboys, man. Um, no McCaffrey, no Horn. I think that uh, Dallas's defense can pressure Darnold enough into some turnovers. So offense is going to be a little bit too much for Carolina. I think clo- close game, though. Close game. And Dan Quinn, you know, it's coming into his own with this stuff. You're seeing these young guys, these rookies, man. And rookies and second-year players on defense. I mean, Parsons had a great game. Trayvon had a great game. It was good. It was nice to see him just beat the shit out of Philadelphia. That's all I can. Absolutely. That's what I said. So I don't have to have a heart attack the entire game. Fuck the Eagles. All right. Uh, So that uh, now puts us, you taking the boys? Cody, give me the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, I'm only doing that because Lil Collins gave me a little bit uh, on the side to pick him this week. So. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're a dick. <laughs> yes, like how is. much did he have to pay him, or how much did he offer him 
for that dude to like go and snitch, like for it to come out. You know I, what I mean? Like he probably had to like insult bro, him. Let me, let me throw you a hundo spot. Uh, a hundo, motherfucker. You, right. I know track you signed a hundo. <laughs> right? Yeah. He's like, hey man, I give I give five hundred. <laughs> He's probably the dude probably sat there like, you know what? I gotta carry your pee in a cup in my car to a lab. And you only want to give me five hundred dollars? All right, cool. I got your five hundred right here. Like, I don't know, man. What was he thinking? You had five game suspension on the table, and then they gave him two. He played out for two, but didn't want the two, and ended up with the whole five and lost eight million dollars on top of it. Mm-hmm. Like, how does that? Be- <laughs> Just oh, man. dude, I thought it was funny. Like, I mean, yeah, it's dumb, but still, like, it's funny too, all at the same time. But then, like, how much would they have to offer you to do that if you were that guy? Like, how much would he have had to give you? Mm, I mean, depends. Am I a Cowboys fan? I would have pissed, um, pissed in that cup for him. I was just, I don't think, no, let's say you're not a Cowboys fan. Depends. Eh. I don't know. I kind of do shit by the book when I'm at work. Yeah. So I probably, I'd just be like, hey, man, just, just pee into the cup. Right? And he's like, I'm going to pee dirty, man. Like, oh, man, this is my, <laughs> this is my livelihood. I'd be like, right. hmm, maybe. But then again, I'm easy. He'd be like, I'll buy you some Chick-fil-A lunch. I'd be like, deal, done. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, yeah. give, me, give me that 12-piece waffle fry and give me a cherry Coke. We're, we're good to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm easy. Or at, least get, or at least get me to the front of the line at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, no. Hey, you got to go pick it up, though, and bring it to me. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'll, I'll do it for you. All right. Uh, Colts at Dolphins. Man, Colts ain't starting 0-4. Even with two wonky-ass leg, Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. not going to happen. They're too good to start 0-4. Agreed. Is, he, is Carson Wentz starting, though? Yeah. Yeah, he started last mean, week with his two wonky-ass ankles. Uh, I mean, Jacoby Brissett did look good, though. He did. He did. He brought them back. He did bring them back. And it's his former team, which I didn't think of until right now. Fuck. Not changing. Oh, revenge game. I can't go back. For which one? <laughs> Jacoby's playing his old team, man. Oh, yeah. Jacoby's starting. Yeah. That's right. Who are you taking uh, there, Cody? Um, I'm going to have to play Jacoby and DraftKings. You know, Shit. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to take the Dolphins. Shout out to Megan. I don't know who Megan is. Don't tell the missus I said that name. What about Ray Finkel? What about Emily? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Browns at Vikings. Now this, this is the ultimate revenge game. Stefanski coming back, playing his old team. His coordinator, oh. baby. You don't think the Browns uh, are going to want to pull one on him? Oh, Stefanski's going to be ready for it. He knows what's coming. Give me the brownies. Brownies. 
Yeah, give me the Browns, man. They're going to beat the brakes off of uh, Minnesota. I don't know, man. It's in Minnesota. Minnesota looks good. All they got to do is throw the ball. And Dalvin's told, back. Uh, I told you last week, man. I told you last week. Am I the only one that picked Minnesota last week? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Seattle are a bunch of pretenders. Ooh. That's right. All right. Um, Giants at Saints. This, Saints. This, this could be survivor pick number three this week. Yeah, I'm going with the Saints. It's turnover famous Jameis versus turnover Daniel Jones. Oh, Daniel Jones is going to turn over a little bit more. Saints, Saints. Titans at Jets. And I think Lattimore is coming back, too, for the Saints. So, Titans at Jets. Come on, man. You don't even need to ask that question. I would say you're going to skip that game. <laughs> you just <laughs> – you want to skip the next one, too? Chiefs at Eagles? Oh, yeah. the Chiefs are going to be pissed. All right, now here we go. This is going to be fun. But, but is Andy Reid going to be? Well, you know what? It's to the point now. It don't really matter if Andy Reid's there or not. Nope, they'll win for Andy Reid. Um, yeah. This one's going to be fun, though. Probably game of the week. Cardinals at Rams. Yes, it is. I'm very excited for yep. those. And somehow it's the fucking 405 game, which makes no sense why mm-hmm. this isn't. Five game, I don't know, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with McVeigh and Stafford, man. They got it going on. Agreed. I'm telling you, man, Stafford is actually playing meaningful games. He's throwing for 300 yards in a game that means something. Oh wow! Look, the Cardinals are finally losing. What score? Three zero. Sixth. Mm, they'll win four three. <laughs> All right, you taking the Rams there, Cody? You know it. Is there? I know if this was Goff, uh, he'd be taking the uh, the old Cardinals by 40. You're damn right. <laughs> All right, Seahawks at Niners. Another good game in the afternoon. Um, mm. I can go with the Niners just because they're at home. If this was in Seattle, I probably would have went with the Hawks. Same. Uh, I'm going with the Niners, too. I mean, they only lost last week because they left. 30 seconds left on the clock. I mean, yeah. anybody else besides Aaron Rodgers, that's a win. And see, and see, that's what makes me mad is that all these motherfuckers are giving Jimmy G shit like they just forgot that he let him down the fucking field and should have won. Right. He don't play defense. Why are you giving Jimmy yeah. G Those are morons. I'm not, I'm not the biggest Jimmy G fan, but, like, you got, people are just dumb, I swear. Is he taking the old Niners there too, bud? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Ravens at Broncos. The undefeated Broncos, who's, you know, their wins, they're 3-0, and and their opponents are 0-9. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, give me the Ravens. Tight, Same. Though. It's going to be another low-scoring game, though. I think Denver's defense is back to legit. Um, and you just saw what happened last week. I mean, Lions held Lamar to literally 16 points. So going up to the altitude, all that shit, low scoring. But I bet you Baltimore pulled out another one. Tucker might kick a 67-yarder up there this week. I was going to say, he might – yeah, this might be the game where he kicks a 70 for real. You know you know they're going to try it if it happens like late or like, uh, you know, some first half, you know, some shit like that. <laughs> All right. Uh, you're taking the Ravens there, champ. Ravens. 
That's going to be a close game, though. It'll probably be um, one of the better games. Is that the early? Is it earlier at 405? 425. Or 425, rather. Oh. That might, yeah. I was going to say, if it was the early game, it'd be one of the better ones. Stan, Stan just almost put one off the wall, got caught. Deepest part of the park. What a slacker. That's true. All right, Steelers at Pack. Go, Pack, go. Oh, go, yeah. Pack, go. Steelers are frizzy trash. Oh, yeah. It's not. Well, I won't say the whole team. I just the quarterback. Old uh, dirtback Ben need to get thrown out in the trash like he is. All right. Uh, Bucks at Patriots. Oh man, Tom Brady is going to embarrass Bill Belichick on national television. Hey, Mac Jones. Yeah, it's going to be all bad. It's yeah, Brady can't. might throw eight touchdowns. Yeah, <laughs> no shit. He probably will. All right, and then uh, Monday night Raiders. Raiders, are they legit? Are they not? No. Raiders or Chargers? I'm taking the uh, the old Chargers. Yeah, I'm going with Justin Herbert and the Chargers as well on Monday night. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun, high-scoring game. Yeah, yep. give me them Chargers, though. All right. Got a lot of similar picks. It's scary. Yeah, and uh, so, Bear, how many are we taking in the parlay this week? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Uh, six five Toronto. By the way, got a home run there. Yeah, the only one that we're the only two that we're not is Washington, Atlanta, and then Lions and Bears. Fourteen on the parlay for five bucks, right? Isn't that what we said? Yeah, well, five dollar that one, but all the games will be ten. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, so let's get in the old trivia. Updated standings, Bear. Updated standings for our lovely trivia. We have a, a Gray with 175, a Cody Bryant with 129, myself at 159, Parrot at 61, Peapot at 12, and Wes Anderson at 2. All right. Uh, for three points, who's the only quarterback in NFL history who started 70-plus regular season games with two different franchises? Only one? Damn. I think the obvious answer isn't going to be right. Hmm. There's only two people I'm thinking of here. Mark Sanchez and who else? Uh, Mark (laughs) Sanchez. 70 is what? That's 15 times six. Is that 70? That's 70, right? Yeah. That's 90. Uh, yeah. 15 times four is 20. So that's four. So that's what, five. Four, five years? Five seasons? Five seasons of starting. Oh, shit. Oh. Going right into this stupid trap. I'm going to be wrong. Oh. I got two. Two. All right, hold on. I had two, yeah, I had two ideas, but I don't think either one's right. <clears throat> All right. I only got one guess that I could think of. Yeah, I can only think of two, but I think this Thanks, one's going to be wrong. No, All right. Y'all ready? Yep. Yep. 
Three, two, one. There you go. Yep. Uh, Kurt. Forgot about Kurt. That's going to be right. I didn't even think about Kurt. I was thinking Joe Montana, but I was like, he didn't play for Kansas City that long. Kurt, Kurt's got to be it. That's a great one. I don't think he was there five years in Denver. That's why. I think it was four. Yeah, he couldn't turn that neck too many more times. No, he's stuck in place. Screws got loose. Alex Smith. Oh. Ah, I forgot about Alex Smith. Mm. Huh. Yeah, forgot all about Alex Smith. Mm. So, because where was he at? San Fran, Washington. San Francisco, then Kansas City. Kansas City, and then Washington, but he didn't play that yeah. much, obviously. God, he, yeah. Man, he's been around that long. Jesus Christ. I know, right? Mm. Shoot, Alex Smith was the guy that put Urban Meyer on the map. Yeah, Utah. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks to Wes Anderson for moments of time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music. Give him a follow on Twitter, at Songs by Wes. And I just got a long thing I got to read, so let me back that up. Justin Fields was running for his life Sunday. I'm glad people are finally realizing Mitch Trubisky was not the problem, just as Darnold oh, wasn't in New geez. York. I'm so tired of these young QBs being thrown out to the Wolves and having their careers ruined. I know this is all. I know this all too well. As a Browns fan, as far back as Tim Couch was in a similar horrible situation, then everybody thinks these QBs stink when it's the coaching staff and teams that are to blame. Heck, Josh Rosen's rookie season, his QB rating was only four points less than Manning's rookie season. If Peyton Manning had the rookie season he did now, in which he went 3-13 and and threw 28 picks, he would have been tossed to the side for the next number one QB in the draft the following season. And Manning would have never become the Hall of Famer he did. What makes it even crazier is the Bears have a Super Bowl MVP on their team and Nick Foles. Absolute no excuse Justin Fields should have been out there risking serious injury. Hopefully this doesn't ruin his career, but how does he not get nervous in the pocket from here on out a la David Carr in Houston when he was running for his life? As for the Browns, on paper, the team has more talent than they ever have in my lifetime. It's so much fun to watch. Just think, they were a punter... <laughs> They were a punter catching the ball away from being 3-0 and and the Chiefs being 0-3. Damn it. Oh, he said darn it. Uh, that's all I have this week. See you for wrestling and next week for the big Jeopardy contest in which we will be having a special theme. I, uh, he was trash. I agree with three-fourths of what Jeremy said there, which is pretty good. Trubisky was terrible. Until he got to the Nick Foles comment. Yeah, and Nick Foles has never been that good. Yeah, but one season. Trubisky, Trubisky did take a Matt Nagy team to the playoffs twice, but I do agree in sense with his comment on coaching staff screwing up quarterbacks, as we do see Darnold pointing, point, I mean, anyone with Adam Gase right there. I mean, we know his pedigree, but right. I, do, I do agree with a lot of that. I, I really do. Um, and I do think Fields is super talented, and I also think that, yeah, he might need to sit a little bit, but – you also draft these guys this high to get them in there because they're game ready. So. Yeah, exactly. If they weren't game ready, you wouldn't have pulled them that, picked them that high. Exactly. So I've, I'm, yeah. I'm, crossed, I'm crossed on that one. Um, but you know, it's just one of those things that I also think that there's a lot to, there's yeah. a lot to uh, unpack. You know, with what's out there. But what really is Fields going to learn behind Dalton and Nick Foles? Right. Well, he'll he'll learn how to take a sack, obviously. Yep. 
mean, the gingerbread man, all Andy Dalton, I mean, he did have some good years in Cincinnati. No doubt about it. You cannot, no one can deny it. He, he could sling the ball. He had some good years. Nick Foles had one fluke ass and, and hasn't done shit since. Half a season, not even a whole season. True. Yeah. Not even a half season. Actually. It was really like, what, four or five games? Yeah, what he you- didn't play long enough to stink. So, like, eight games maybe? Yeah. So, thank you to all our clothing, Crandall's Quality Landscaping, Connell Barrett, DatingTransformation.com, Sparty Steve, as always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. This is your daily PSA. Nick Foles is still booty. Speaking of booty, do you feel like eating booty out of a bowl? Go to Skyline Chili, the hot dog of chili. <laughs>